Welcome to episode 11 of Back to Business. This is season 5 of the Foy and Jones Show and today I'm joined by David Blitz of E.T. Clay Products. go that tuned charlie after a mid-season break it gets better and better ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to the foyn jones show this is season five and we are getting back to business we've survived the new variant we've delayed some recordings so after an extended christmas break we're going again we have got david blitz managing director of et clay products they do bricks he's in the studio sitting opposite me and we've got a story to tell you about this morning, Charlie. So, David, welcome to the podcast. Good afternoon. How are we doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I know this is your your uh, your you're breaking your duck, aren't you? Yes, you're, you're breaking your duck, you're mate. So, so, so we have a lot of fun in the studio, um, and I've known Dave for, for years and years, and we we talk on on online, we talk offline, and one one of the things he said to me, or he was teasing me with, is I got myself back in for the benefit of listeners. I started dragging my well, my nearly 47-year-old body back around the park run. And I was posting my time to uh, motivate myself and give me some encouragement. And there he is. He's always three minutes faster. He's always a little bit quick. Well done, you know, like that. And I'm like, all right, OK, they're fair play. Um, I'm doing 24 minutes. He's doing 21. I'm doing 24 and 23 and a bit. He's doing 20. But, but, I suggested, I said, Dave, mate, when you're coming down to Brighton, I said, do you, do you want to go for a run along the seafront? Now, no one says yes. Not, not, not one person says yes. What does he say? Yes. Absolutely. I'd love to. And today we made it happen, mate, didn't we? We did. Yeah, it was great. It was a bit, bit fresh. It was a bit fresh out there, but it was beautiful uh, scenery. Nice to run along the seaside. And, yeah, uh, be- be- it was a beautiful part of the coast, Charlie. We went to Seaford Beach. So, so we went to a quieter spot on the Sussex coast, Sussex by the sea, and we did something special because Foyne Jones and people have seen this on my social channels. We are partnering with a, a wonderful charity. They address mental health through rugby and sport, balls for brains, and we have got a project in play, Project One Thousand. That project is to raise them a thousand pounds. So they're coaches that deliver amazing mental health workshops. They deliver coaching. They, they, they as I said, they address mental health through sport and ages it's inclusive it's ageless it's it's absolutely brilliant we're going to hit that fundraising target for them so we launched that we combined dave's visit he came to foyne jones towers in the morning we went to seaford beach and we had my, my wife went early she'd done the 5k before us jane did charlie she went early yeah. um, and then she made us a lovely lunch but but we're four of us done the run new signing rico who was very very quick <laughs> dave who was rapid I was huffing and puffing, and Jack got himself around the 5K as well. But we did it, and we are going to share the charity details. But it was a great run, mate, wasn't it? The sun was shining, the sea, well, the sky was blue, so the sea was blue. It, it was lovely. It was, uh, it was nice to uh, run on the seaside, um, and it was a bit different from Essex. But it was a it was a nice it was a nice run. It was nice to do something for charity as well. You do a lot of running, mate. You do your training for the Brighton Marathon, aren't you? I am, yes. Uh, it was supposed to happen last year, and I, I stopped because a friend of mine I was running with couldn't do it. Um, so we're doing it again uh, this year. 
and my second, hopefully my second marathon, which I'll complete. Yeah, we were talking about it before. It's it, the Bright, Brighton's. There's a hill, you know. There's a hill as you go out, as you go out towards Rotting Dean. There's a hill, but but also around the docks, it's a bit lonely it's, at times, it's, isn't it? It's the worst time when you need someone clapping you and cheering you and shouting your name to have no one around you and a big wall in front of you which I I like the walls yeah. but um, was there any you, nice bricks on the way round there's, there's, there's always a nice he's, brick he's been, he's been eyeing up the bricks in reception through oh, there he's going look at, look at the face work over there yeah. on Lewis Road it's like Sad. it's almost like Dave but I'm here you know what I mean? I'm here you're going to get hit by a bus if you yeah. keep, keep looking look at, at the bricks look at yeah, them everywhere I know, I know. but 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 I've I've run Brighton Marathon. I've showed you the story. I've, yep. I've done it. You know, three hours, thirty minutes, twenty three seconds. Showing that's off. Your, that's, that's, your, that's your benchmarks, mate. Yeah. mate it was a, it was two thousand and fourteen. So yeah. it's, I'm not going to get near that time. <laughs> you, you saw me today, mate. Yeah. I, it, I wore me pink Fulham shorts as well, Charlie. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he really did. I wore my pink really Fulham shorts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> my wife went, "Are you seriously wearing them outside the house?" Like, uh, but but we did. But but great charity. And you got to meet John, the chairman, as well, didn't you? Yeah, really nice. Nice to have a little chat over lunch and uh, listening to what he does and his enthusiasm. Yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy. How, we could still be talking to him now, couldn't we? Uh, yeah, I thought we were going to be. Yeah. I thought we might miss this and just say, sit there all day, which would have been great. I mean, if there we, was start, if we and coffee. Charlie, camera, set yeah. the mics up, away Done. we go. Yeah. Good news for Charlie. John's in the studio next week doing doing a, doing a charity episode, and just to bring that to an end, Dave. Thank you so much for doing it because you've Pleasure. not just put your put put your feet through the paces, right? <laughs> you've not just done that. You've put your money where your mouth is because we've got a thousand pound fundraising target. This gentleman has already put three hundred and fifty pound into that pot. So what a great start. We've got other donations getting us over the five hundred pound mark already. David Blitz, ETK Building Products, welcome to the Foyne Jones Show. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, okay, David, what I love to do now is just give you a chance to introduce yourself to my listeners, introduce yourself to my connections. But before we do that, we are going to be going out on YouTube. So look into that camera and say hello to your children, mate, because Bart Murphy started this. So what are the children's names? So I've got uh, Aaron, who's 10. Hello, um, Aaron. Matty, who's eight. And Talia. Uh, who runs the house is going to be three in April. Aaron, Matty and Talia, that is three new listeners to the Foyne Jones show. They'll be following us on YouTube and you can see your daddy. And do you know what? He did beat me quite comfortably in the run this morning. So there you go. Brilliant. You know, he, he just went off. You know what I mean? It was a, there was a little bit. We started together and like Rico's we 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 bouncing around yeah. and you're thinking this boy's quick. You yeah. know, like yeah. He's sprinting ahead to film us. Um, Jack tactically said, I'm just going to run my yeah, own yeah, pace yeah. and let you go. I stayed with you for about a K and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Then I'm like... But then I saw Rico go and I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll race with him. But then he stopped to take pictures and film me and chat away and ran off again. So yeah. I, I did my own race. It, it was good. It was really good and we raised that money. So we've said hello to the children. We've yep. got you on the show. Just how's it going? What, what, what do you do? Tell us about yourself. Um, so... I'm, as, as you said, uh, Managing Director at ET Clay Products. I've been there now just over 10 years. I think, apart from one or two departments, I've done every job in the company now. Um, and that, for me, is a brilliant learning curve. Um, having started in a sales office, doing um, a sales role, becoming a sales manager, going out on the road, mm. uh, being a commercial director, working with manufacturers. Um, I've managed to take part in every aspect and element of the business and for me it's a great way to understand the business the role and how to communicate with everyone from from top to bottom and it's 
Apart from um, driving a forklift, I've not done that, and there's probably a reason I haven't done that. You haven't got your forklift license? Haven't got a forklift yeah. license. Um, I, I thought about it at one point, but yeah. then realised I had a little power around it. I always, like, always like, to, like, to, like to tell a story about say, my early merchant days. And uh, I remember my, my, my days at Travis Perkins Fulham, and um, I did work in the yard. I was doing, doing admin on the counter, and just kind of a four-hour day all round. Yeah. And when I went full-time, it was like, OK, so we now need you to do things a bit more properly. And they're like, we're going to get you on a forklift. So I'm like... Are you sure? Um, um, I think I took out I took out like three pallets of cement and uh, and a couple of pallets of bonding. Like, I was never out there. You know what? You're quite good, you're quite a good talker. Go back on the counter. You'll be all right there. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a really complex. I think it's quite a hard skill to learn hands and well, feet it, and everything. It goes the opposite way, yeah, doesn't nothing, it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. It should be a case of it. It goes up and goes down the way you, you sort of manoeuvre it, but it it doesn't and. I've never, I've never learnt to do it, and I, I probably don't plan to. And the guys, the boys in the yard that do that, do it very, very well, do it very, very quickly. And I'd probably just slow them down and get in their so, way. So, so we'll come on to to what the world's like for ETK at the moment, what the market's like. We're, we're into 2022, and this episode's going to be going out in, in in early February. So, you know, we can talk about how the year started and, and how we think the year's shaping up, and. That, you know, we, 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 we always try and keep politics out of the podcast for reasons that everyone knows. But I think once this shamble sorts itself out, we are going to end up back to some form of normality. And that's going to kick into business. But with the family, away from work, we're going to bring football in. You are a Tottenham fan with a close affinity to Leighton Orient, but you're Spurs fans first, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Spurs fan. And, uh... Are you like Spurs fan like Chaz and Dave, Ricky Velia in the cup for Tottenham? Are you that much a Spurs fan? Or? <laughs> I won't go that far. Yeah. The, the, the boys are big Spurs fans. Most of the family are Spurs fans. Um, and, yeah, we, we, we enjoy going to watch them. Occasionally watch them win, which is always a good start. Um, we, we can talk football, we as, will. as you said in the car, all we, day we long. We will, we will. I've got, I've got a section for this podcast, uh, and we'll come on to it a little bit later. It's a great section. It's called We Support Our Local Team, and and, and it's going to include Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, Leighton Orient, and the brilliant work your company doing with Leighton Orient. Yep, brilliant. Of course, we're going to bring Fulham in. Of course. Of course we're going Absolutely. to bring Fulham in. And I'm going to speak, speak about our local club, Lewis FC, as well, because we're, we're working with them, and it kind of goes on a smaller scale similar to what you're doing yep. with Leighton Orient. So we want to bring that in. Um, but Tottenham fan, Essex business, done every role in the company. Yep. What, what's, the, what's the market like for you and your team at the moment? Because I, I saw your team sounds meeting, you're yeah. hanging out and you're sharing yeah, that. Well, and You've become very comfortable in that world, haven't you? Yeah, I, I think social media now and you know, LinkedIn is, is, is a brilliant um, tool that we should be using yeah. a lot more. And I think as an industry, we're quite, we spoke about this earlier, quite archaic in the way that we, we work our business. And I think that the way... I mean, Link- you said archaic. I said stuck, stuck in the effing dark yeah, ages. Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. I, I edited yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the way, the way LinkedIn works is a brilliant way to communicate with people that you want to connect mm. with and people you're already, already connecting with. And taking a very simple picture of us in our sales meeting that was on Teams last week, got over 2,000 views and... How well, many I mean, likes? They're, it's, they're, it's so simple. Well, every member of that sales team will be listening to this show. He says they he points the camera. But, but I saw it. Yeah. I commented on it. Yeah. I shared it. Yeah. I know about yeah. it. So, you know, when I said to, said to my team that Dave's coming down yeah. and, you know, he, he's, he's from ETK products, and uh, they said, oh, right, we, we saw you commented on his yeah. post and he yeah. had his sales meeting. Yeah. And, and that's what. It, it's, that's it starts, quite, how do you it put start, value on that? Yeah, it's it's sta- amazing. It starts communication. And, you know, when you talk about trying to advertise and going out and putting a. 
uh, an advert in, a, in some form of publication and who sees it and who actually reacts to it and who deals with it and how that message gets passed on. It's nowhere near as good as putting a message on LinkedIn saying we've got this product or we've got a new member of staff, we've got a new product mm. range or we've been to watch a football match. All those things get seen by all your contacts and all those contacts like, share, comment and it goes again and goes again. And, and just that's, that's, the rea- that's the real world, right? Because cause people like sport. Yep. People like photos. Pe- yep. People like to see real human beings. Yep. You know, and and if you can bring that to life in a way which presents your business as as real, you're going to be connecting not just with your customer, but your customer's customer. Yeah. And 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 you're in the thought process. And and I've seen, I saw lots of lots of old school construction supplies companies that wake up to that during during the pandemic yeah. and during the lockdown uh, and it isn't going to go away what what did your business learn about itself during uh, during during that time I, I suppose the the one thing we realized and it was a a bit of probably a panic right at the beginning where we were talking about sending people home um, how we're going to communicate how we're going to work are people going to be able to work remotely and i think we proved um you know, Eddie, Eddie wrong. It's, it really is possible. We've got some brilliant people that can work for our business mm. that are comfortable working remotely and working sensibly at home, which they all did brilliantly. Um, but the way we communicate with people, um, we, we now have teams meetings on a regular basis with manufacturers, with customers, internal meetings. And I think the way we communicate as a business now is so much better because of how we've developed from pre pre-COVID to now, and we've, we've, we've really stepped up and learnt the better way to do things. Yeah. And, and it's so diverse now. I mean, my, my day yesterday, I, I, was in, I was in a mechanics. My car was getting some work done on it, so I was dropping my car off, and I was getting shouted and sworn out by the mechanics, and it was just it was Standard, just, it was yeah. just banter. It was absolutely fantastic. On, on the way back to the office, I was talking to two different people in, in the same conversation on, like, a conference call, hands-free, you know, yep, in, in the course, cars yeah. I was driving. Um, then... Video call one, yeah. video call two. Then I did a little session on LinkedIn audio, which is like a clubhouse thing. I was invited to speak on that, talk about the great resignation. And I sat there at the end of the day and I thought, like, in about five hours, I've kind of done face-to-face, telephone, conference, video, yeah. group chat on a, on a, on a thing, and a, a group, group chat on like a, in, a, in a room, um, presenting, and then I'm doing a podcast today. But all of those are available to me as a yeah. human being and me as a business. Why wouldn't you embrace it? Absolutely. And the, and the nice thing is that all those things you've done pre-communicating um, on social media and all the things you do, before that, it would have been, I've got to go to a meeting here, yeah. then I've got to go to a meeting here, and I've got that's a three days out of your Has diary. Has that really changed for you? you Massively. Because you, you've uh, got a remote team in different yeah, geographical and, areas as and, well, uh, the, so not having to pull them in. Is yeah, that... absolutely. You know, we, we've now do our Teams meeting, as you saw last week. There's people as far up as Birmingham and in the Midlands and all, all the way down over to uh, um, Newquay. So we've got such a... Bring everyone in, all into that meeting, all the costs of getting a meter and overnight stays and all things that go with it. We've, I mean, we've, like, they, they it's when so I was simple rep, it was like, now. You know, everyone would travel uh, yeah. to it and it was what you had to do. And, and it was always like you'd sing for your supper, you present yeah, your report. But the, the meetings are so much better. They, yeah. they take two hours and not dragged out for the whole day because you think, well, someone's driven three hours to get here. I can't make a meeting two hours long. So I've got to drag out, give them lunch mm. and then go till four or five o'clock. Now you can all go. Actually, we did a two-hour meeting got everything done everyone was understood what was going on everyone knows how they're going forward and we've managed to do it in a sensible amount of time and we have that same concept when we speak to manufacturers when we speak to customers that we don't have that 
filler time at the beginning where someone comes to travel for a meeting. You have to sp- talk to them about the weather and football, which I'm sure we'll do, uh, for 30 minutes. Mm. Actually, we sort of get down to business very, very quickly and we're all sort of managing our time much better. I, 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 one of the video calls I had was with one of our, um, one of our partners and they do our video recruitment software. Brilliant company, brilliant, brilliant people, brilliant, just really good. And you know the the way she managed me, you know, because I'm I can be a challenge, you know. I don't, you know but, but the way she managed me in terms of setting the structure, asking great questions, you know, what, sh- screen sharing, taking me through, getting interactive, and you know, it was it was about an hour and fifteen minutes, and I, and I genuinely thought I'd only been talking about fifteen minutes, and it was, and I came away, and there was a plan, there was agreed follow up dates, and I'm like, I said to my team, I said like, Holly Jack, like, Rika, that is how you 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 control a meeting. That was yeah. like everything went in it. We we did the fun stuff. We yeah. got to detail. It ended positive. Um, she was in Glasgow. Yeah, I was in Sussex. Yeah, boom. And that, that would have been a two day yeah. trip, and everything's was, got to be done. It was it was it was absolute it was absolute quality. So another another question for you. All right, yeah. and it's it's recruitment related it, hypothetically. So with the new normal, right? Yes. With the virtual meetings, yeah. the the way the world's changing. When you're interviewing an area sales manager now, mm-hmm. potential potential area sales person, you know, business developer, are you going to be building in use of Teams, use of video, use of Zoom? Like because because they they don't need that just to communicate internally no, now. They need that to communicate with your punters, don't a- you? you need that with yeah, a- absolutely. The, the roles changed. Yeah, and you know, one thing we spoke about when we we're looking at recruiting internal staff, it's very difficult. And hopefully, going forward, we're all going to be back in the office, but. Trying to recruit someone when everyone's working from home hmm. is a really strange way to to recruit and strange way to train people as well to when people work from home. But Re- remote on board it. I mean, we're we're we are working on projects, attract you know marketing attracting, bringing people in. They are being going through two three stage interview process. They're working through probation. They've never physically met. No. It, it, I mean, you could make that up no. pre pandemic, but now it's standard. And and, and is that you know. Has that changed the type of person you look for? Uh, yeah, you, 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 I, I guess with, with regards to recruitment, you, you're trying to identify all the requirements that they need to do the job to the best of their ability. And the job's changed. You know, the, the, the way that an area sales manager back in the day would do, would do the job would be almost like it's a milk round. Yeah. They'd have to go and see 10 customers. Once they've seen the first one, they go and see the second one and carry on until they get to number 10, then they go home. And they wake up the next day and go to another 10. That's not how we work now, and it's not how I think we should should be working ever. Because you want to give customers a service, and it's very important we give that service, not by knocking on a door once every six weeks and saying I'm back again. We want to see customers because they want to see us, not just for the sake of I've got to tick a box and I've got to hit my KPIs. And I think trying to work as focusing solely on KPIs is is a really bad way mm. of working. And what what we want our team to do, our external team, is manage their time and manage their area and manage their customers. If that means they have to see their customer every day for a week, that's, I love that's that. you, that's see, you, I love ma- this. That's you managing your customer. Yeah. Don't. It's not the same for everyone. Some customers you don't ever have to see. Some customers you pick up the phone, you have a ten minute conversation, and you they're happy. And you're happy. Why, why do I need to? Why do I need to tell my guys to go and see that customer once a week? for the next six months because that's what we've always done. 
let's do things differently. So, so with that approach, it's almost like it's a grown-up approach, which is which is tailored in a way to everyone's require, requirements. So, yeah, and that that's that's it's fantastic to hear because I think we can get blinded by science and blinded by detail and blinded by data. Uh, and, and I and I often look at look at stats, and I'm like, okay, but, but where, where's the relevance of this? How, how is this going to help me? And then then you get some real detail in, in the key data, and you're like, well, we could improve that by this. We can improve it by that. And our industry, your industry, the people element is still the most powerful Absolutely. part of the game. Absolutely. It is the most powerful part of the game. We are going to be moving into automation. We are going to be moving into embracing and more innovative technology. But it's still the people where, where the magic comes yeah. from, isn't it? Absolutely. It's driven that way. The, the communication for me is, is so important. Talking to people, understanding people's needs yeah. and what, what they want. But you, you've even brought that into play on a very... On a very local level, very personal level, with doing some of your, you know, just doing some video, video. Yeah. But, but but you know, you, you're laughing, but but you know, it's showing people the bricks you've got in stock. Absolutely. These are here now. Yeah, you know, it's powerful. Yeah, I think, and I it think, costs nothing for you to put that no, out. No, it's it, it's it's free advertising. Yeah. It gets lots of hits. It's quite successful. Um, but I think it, we're trying to make it so it's just quite, um, quite basic. It's not. We're not overly. Worried about whether it's good sound quality. You can hear a forklift unloading or loading a lorry. That's that's, what, that's, what, that's what they're doing. <laughs> if they're not, I'm worried why they're yeah. not loading or unloading. So they want to hear the noise. They want to see that my my hand's shaking because I'm freezing cold because I'm not used to being out in the yard. I, you know, I want to go back. It was inside. a bit cold this morning, mate. To be it was fair, a bit, it was a bit, you, it's like it's a big cold here. I was way gone before you saw me <laughs> get cold. Um, but no, you, oh. I, sorry. Oh, I there's there's, there's one. There's one in there. He was quicker than me. All right, I'm not going to um, look in the camera. I did not win the race. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's all right, but but genuinely, we we want to make these um, these posts we put on LinkedIn and other social uh, media platforms very yeah. very simple. We're not trying to worry about the lights okay, the the sound quality is great, the background looks a bit shaky. Just get the message out there, and people don't look at whether or not you've you've got all those things right. They just want to know. Oh, I've got that product. I've got that brick in the yard. This is where they're from. This is when they're well, going to Well, they're going to get some footage of you being interviewed on Sea for Beach, mate. Because I know. Rico, Rico was filming away. He was getting, you know, he was getting different angles and opinions, and like, you know, he just pops up. He's just there. He's yeah. like, okay, do you know, say something. Whoa, Rico! Yeah. I'm, 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 I can't I'm just, breathe I'm just at the breathing, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm struggling to breathe. Let alone, let alone tell you how I'm feeling. But. You, you, you're spot on, and and taking those small steps lead, lead, leads to bigger things, and it. And also, I think if I was part of your team, mm-hmm. and I see the governor doing it, yeah. I'm going to be more willing to, to to have a go myself. Yeah, the, the plan wasn't for me to do it. Uh, but, um, but yeah, but um, and you, you know, like it, and, really, and the, don't but you? I also do it behind the uh, yeah. you know, behind the camera, so I'm not the face of yeah. selling bricks because I probably haven't got the face for selling bricks. Um, well, what, what face do you have to have for selling bricks? <laughs> Is it a supermodel face? No, I, I, I quite like the fact that it's just me and a camera yeah. whizzing around the yard, taking pictures, videos, some, some bricks and putting them on social media. It's well, very straightforward, do, do you know very what? simple. We're, we're noticing it. We're seeing what you're doing. So this talk, just, just going back to your journey, your 10 years when you've done everything apart from jumping in the forklift, yeah. um, what, what would you say, you know, that some of, well, some of the highlights of that journey for you? Um... Some of the highlights. Um, there's probably a, a real mixture, if I'm honest. I think um, I think it's important that the the team that we've built up over the ten years um, is really important. The team I've got around me now um, is a brilliant team from from 
you know, from sales directors, financial directors, all the way down to the guys in the yard. We're all, and the one thing I, I brought in when I, when I took over was we're, we're a team. Yeah. We, you know, we, we want to go on this journey, want to develop, want to grow the business, but we want to do it together. So I send out every, every month, every time we have a, a sales report comes out, I send a message out to the whole company. Um, it's not overly flamboyant message. It's just a very simple email. I make a point of speaking to all, all, all the guys and girls in the office around the company. I communicate with everyone but, but coming, at, at the same coming, way. But coming through, yeah. you, you're going to realise the importance of that. You're, mm. you're going to see the impact it has if that person isn't spoken to Absolutely. or isn't communicated yeah. with. You know, I, I remember some of my early days in merchants when directors used to walk past me on the yeah. counter yeah. and go into the manager's door yeah. and shut the door. Yeah. And, you know... Genuinely, one of those people offered me a sales director's job when I was 26. Yeah. I turned it down. Yeah. I'm not going to work for you. You know, which was a bit arrogant and a bit. But I managed to but we, get we, one. But we make this. We, but, but, we, you, but that culture is culture. Yeah, absolutely. And we so do you, the same thing. You've got a thing. team culture that you've built over 10 yeah. years. That, that's that's something to be proud of. Yeah, and we do the same thing with when customers and manufacturers come in. We make a point of saying to them, "These are the people that do the work." Yeah. You know, the guys and girls in the sales office. They're the ones that do all the hard work and put the orders on and communicate with the, their internal salespeople. You do the easy part, Dave. Sometimes I don't even yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got, someone said to me, they said, what do you do? I said, well, yeah, I, I I've got a podcast, I can't do some videos. Um, yeah, I talk to a few people. It's a bit, but I mean, your recruitment, yeah, no, they, they do a great job. But, yeah. but, but, but it, is, it, it is giving, you know, one of the things I've learned is letting great people do, do the work yeah, and, and encourage them to do it. And I think that's, that will be part of the future. And, and, and if you look at where we are now, you know, the, the, the ET Clay product story in 2022, we're, we're recording this in, in, in January, mid-January. This will be going live in February. So from your point of view, Dave, what, 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 where do you see the market this year? What, what, what do you see? Wow. Where do you see it going? I know it's um, deep, but it's, it's just... Yes, it's, it's a big question. I see it sort of saying as it is at the moment um, and probably for the rest of the year. Mm. Um, there's no real signs. Different people you speak to give you different uh, opinions on it, but there's no real signs anything's going to change massively. Um, there's a, a brick shortage. That's not something that no one knows about. There's a big brick shortage at the moment. Um, and there's problems with cost with regards to gas prices, shipping, manufacturing uh, prices, all the things that create bigger problems down the line. We're, we're fortunate that we've got a large stock profile. Um, we've got large um, range of products within our within our uh, depots. So we're, we're lucky in that sense. But I feel the market is going to continue in that same vein probably to, to the end of the year. And then I guess 2023, who knows? But just touching on one thing you mentioned earlier about having people in the business that, that do do the jobs and try not to take, let people do their job, let people excel yeah. in the areas they're in. And that's really important. There's no point me employing really good IT people, sales people, marketing people, and tell them how to do their job. That's what they're there for. They're, they're the skilled people. We've got skilled people in marketing and IT. I don't know what they do. I can't tell them how to get the system working better. They do that. That's not my skill. Mm. I don't know how to do that. And for me to get myself involved in things like that 
it, it's, it's wrong, it's pointless. I might as well not employ them and try and do it all and, myself. And that, and that makes everything so powerful in terms of that message. And yeah. I, think, I think probably it's, it's why you've been successful, it's why the business is going to be successful. And, and, and ending this part of the podcast talking about good people being allowed to do their job yeah. and be creative, if that can be the future of the brick industry, the merchant industry, we're in a very, very good place. Yes. David, great, great part of the show. We're going to move on to the next part now. Life-changing recruitment for the KBB, builders, merchant and construction industries. Creative social content, specialist knowledge, world-leading video technology, helping you find career happiness and helping your business attract its stars of the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do. So, we know David Blitz, we know ETK products, we sadly know he's quicker than me over 5,000 <laughs> metres, which is unfortunate, but there you go. It will be proven later this year if you're faster than me over 26 and three quarter miles. Who knows? Not that I'm taking part, but I'm clawing <laughs> onto my PB from, uh, from when I was much younger. Let's talk about football, all yes. right? And I've called this section, We Support Our Local Team. I'm a Fulham fan from Fulham. Are you? All right? I'm a Fulham fan from Fulham. People <laughs> tend to know this. I do live by the seaside now, but I'm a Fulham fan from, from Fulham. 35 years, Fulham, born and bred. Um, and I follow my team. Let's talk about why you are a Tottenham Hotspur fan. Um, that's a really good question. Um, it's a simple one. My, my, yeah, well, my dad's an Arsenal dad's, fan. Okay, so your dad um, didn't say so. No, my nan was an Arsenal fan. Um, hey, Charlie, should be on your side, <laughs> I'm, uh, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure why. Um, it, it just, Gennardo, Paul Gascoigne, was it a was it I, a player? I was a huge. I'm a huge Paul Gascoigne fan. Yeah. I mean, a huge Paul Gascoigne fan. I've got a bit of memorabilia in my office um, at work because I'm a, a huge fan of what he did and how brilliantly gifted he was. Um, that was probably my era. The first real football match I went to was a, I think it was Tottenham Everton. My dad took me to. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I've got lots of family that are Tottenham, but as I said, my my, my dad and my, my late nan. What part of Essex were, are you from? Pardon? Well, what part of Essex are you from? Uh, originally from a place called Gants Hill. Okay, Gants Hill. So that's, that's Tottenham West Ham, right? So you could be either there, can't you? So. Yeah, sit on the border. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough, mate. So, so on the Gaza situation, mate, yeah. uh, amazing football player, right? Amazing football player. Yeah. Um, I was at Wembley, Euro 96, oh. behind the goal when he flicked it over Colin Hendry's oh. head, mate, and time stood still. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's my, that, that's that's in my top five goals of all time, mate. Yeah, that that's, is to be that's fair. Right. I've, got, I've got Rory McAree's winner at Carlisle away in 97 as my number one I've got Clint Dempsey's chip against Juventus as number two you know I've got I'd say Gazza could be number that, three that, w- that was special but, but that, that was that, really was, that was outrageous yeah. that was Hen- outrageous was Colin Hendry wasn't it he made yeah he flicked it over Colin Hendry yeah, boom there. wasn't even there yeah it was there was a goal so so a Tottenham fan let's, let's talk that. so what's been the best Tottenham game you've been at in person um, the best Tottenham game is probably it was probably one I t- took my kids to. So I took my two boys to um, Spurs. i trying to remember. Spurs Bournemouth on Boxing Day a few years ago, which was at Wembley. Um, I think we won 5 0. Um, and I've got a soft spot for Bournemouth anyway, because I used to work there and uh, coach there and so on. But yeah, the, that being with the, letting the boys enjoy the game and watching them cheer and watching, watching them sing, 
supposedly sing the right words, but singers any, anyway on the on the touchline. It was it was great. And it's nice to uh, let the boys enjoy the football. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What do you think of the new stadium? Ridiculously amazing. <laughs> it, it, honestly, I've I've done the stadium tour now with the kids, and I've done. Oh the, wait, proper stadium. Here we and, go. And, and I've done the um, the walking around the the, the crop court at the top. Yeah. Um, it's. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've, I've done the walk down Seven Sisters Road on a on a cold Tuesday night to watch Fulham lose. So, yeah. so, so I mean, I mean what, what Art Lane's one of them special stadiums is banging in the middle of Tottenham, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. it's banging in the middle of Tottenham. They kept it banging in the middle yeah. of Tottenham. It looks like Disneyland to me from it, the outside yeah. looking in. Um, when Fulham played there, it was COVID, and then we got relegated. Yeah. We did lose to you at Wembley when we came up. Yeah. I mean, we're a yo-yo team, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you um, we're, but for the benefit of when we're recording this, I don't like to tempt fate, <laughs> but but we have scored 19 <laughs> goals in our last three games, and we have scored more goals than any other team in in Europe. If you look at Juventus, uh, PSG, you know, we were oh, really? yeah, we we're ahead of them, mate, in our, in our goals scored. So if we get to play next season, I'm going to get tickets at the Craven Cottage for you and the boys. All right, oh, well, so we'll make it a family I'll, day. I'll do the same for you then. There we're 100. We I, th- I think my money might be safe. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're. Up. I, I'd be very surprised yeah, if we no, don't make it. Up. I, th- I think you might. Jeez, be. I think you I, might be. I mean, we should. I, I think I should get our squad up if we were there. But but your love of Spurs is great. But I really want to dwell on something which you're doing locally. Yeah. With another football club in East yep. London, it's probably not the football club people expect me to say, is it? No. Uh, so Leighton Orient. Um, I think for anyone who lives in and around Leighton Orient, Tottenham, West Ham, Arsenal fans, or you know a Southern Red, whoever it may be, Leighton Orient is a, is a local team. I think everyone goes to Leighton Orient normally when your your first team isn't playing or when you want to go and watch a game of football. Um, and we're fortunate that we've been able to uh, support them. Um, this season, hopefully going forward, as their golden month sponsor, um, it's a. It's a I've seen your pictures, mate. You said, I've, yeah, seen, I've seen social you, media. I've absolutely. seen you on the pitch. Here's presenting the golden month. Sometimes you had someone else doing it as well. It's not always you, is well, it? Well, yeah. So that that was Eddie. That's the yeah. owner. So yeah. he he is he is Mr. Leighton Orient. He's yeah. been an Orient fan for fifty odd years. He used to go home and away when he was younger. Um, and it's a, a massive soft, soft spot for him. I told so. you a story. Like, I mean, I've, I've watched Fulham there yeah. loads of times. I've been thrown out of there yeah. as a 15-year-old. Yeah, yeah. It was the first game I've ever been thrown out of. I should really Not say the last, that. I'm Can sure. I say that? <laughs> it was a long time ago. You know, I've learned from my mistakes, right? But, but <laughs> and we've spent youth, mate. Yeah. But, but the last time I watched Fulham play, um, Ray Wilkins was playing for Leighton Orient. Yeah. It was in 1997, and we got promoted under Mickey Adams. Okay. Um, Jimmy Hill sold the club to Alfayed. Alfayed brought in Keegan. You know, yeah, boom, yeah. here we are now. But but it is a great, great yeah. community club. Abs- absolutely, I used to go there as a as a kid um, with some friends and had season tickets. And it was it was a it was a great club. Do you to get go a lot? Of, you must get a lot of payback doing that. It must be it's um, really good. Yeah, it, it's great. You know, they're, they're very um, good on social media. Um, Josh and Emily, the, the guys we speak to on a regular basis, they're great. They're always looking at different ways to do things. They've They've got the um, the Papa John's we spoke about earlier. Spot- you got you got to tell people this, this, is, this, this is brilliant. This, this is, is genius. A, isn't this it? is a great idea. This is uh, Josh, who's the commercial guy there. He realised there was a corner of the stadium that had the best seats in the house, but no one sat there. So he decided to put a, a dugout, uh, got it branded with Papa John's. People paid to sit there, watch the game um, for ninety minutes, and at half time, a little Papa John's scooter comes along and delivers them their pizza. And it's a brilliant concept. 
when I took my boys to the first game, they said, can we not sit in a Papa John's, please? Did and you get in there? No, we, we sat in the oh, posh seat. Oh, the posh seat. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah, in the we, director's yeah. box, boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, come on. Well, you know, yeah. it'd be rude not to. But no, it's, it's, it's a brilliant club um, and they've done a brilliant job with the, the whole uh, commercial side and the hospitality side is brilliant. Um, but, and on the pitch, they're playing some brilliant football. They need some more wins. They keep picking up draws when they could win. Um, but, They've got, you know, they're playing some good football. Well, what, what, I, what I love about that, it's, it's easy to buy a, you know, you could follow any team, you can go down the corporate route and stuff like that. And, you know, but, but when you actually give something to that type of football club, yeah. you're helping it survive yeah, as absolutely. well. And, 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 you know, I watched growing up Fulham play Leighton Orient. I remember when Leighton Orient broke into the Football League, mm-hmm. um, we got relegated that season to the old fourth division, and they had Ricky Otto playing. Oh, and, Yeah. <laughs> You need businesses need to support support clubs like that, right? yeah. and, and and I think doing something like that keeps it real. Yep. It keeps it real and it, and it gives something back. And uh, me and Charlie might like to go to Papa John's dugout one day, mate. Eh? Yeah. This has cost me two tickets. Yeah, now. Well, you know, we, we, yeah. we we are. We You're are going anywhere for in, lunch. Return, in return, <laughs> if you get Charlie into the Papa John's dugout, yeah. mate, I'll get you to the Dripping Pan Home <laughs> Lewis Football Club because we sponsor different class. Michael, who's who's who's, do, who's ripping things up in centre midfield for Lewis, yeah. and um, they're in they're in the Is- Isiman League, so they're free away from the Football League at the moment. It goes Conference South and Conference National, yeah. so they're the one below that. Worthing's top. Worthing's number one, Lewis is number two. It's part of my deal to sponsor Michael. Um, we also commit to sponsoring a match, so we're sponsoring the Lewis Worthing home match, right? Oh, wow. I went to the game to watch Michael play at Worthing away. Lewis were two up. Worthing went five two up. Lewis come back to five four. There was there was two and a half, I mean, there, was, there was nearly two two and a half thousand people at Worthing. It wow. was genuinely oh, yeah. good attendance. On Boxing Day, Lewis had fourteen hundred people there. I went to the game on Saturday. I didn't go Fulham this weekend. I went to the Lewis game. They won three 0 and um, they had about eight nine hundred people there. So you know, it's, yeah. it, 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 it is something and, there. And as you said, going to those games means so much more to those they're, clubs. They're, and they're groundbreaking in a way that they pay their men's team and their women's team equal money. They're wow. they're, they're the only football club that does that. Their their diversity, their inclusiveness, their equality is, is pretty much groundbreaking. Yeah. And they're a little team from Sussex punching well above their weight. Leighton Orient and the association with David Blitz. I mean, I, I just look forward to, to you on the pitch. Here's goal of the month. Is that I, I want to? I definitely want to see if a puppet in the Papa John seats though. Pa- yeah, puppet. We'll do Papa John's. Yeah. yeah, we'll try and get a Papa John's seat. It's... Fair, fair play. But again, I just it's real football to me. Yeah. It's real football. I, I, I am quite selfish in terms of I don't if Fulham aren't playing, I don't really care. You know, like yeah. I, I, I watch. Lewis because Michael's playing there and you know we lived in Lewis and you know whatever and it's close to me but I don't have that you know it, it's there but but I think from 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 anything it's it's great to give something back so well done with what you're doing late in Orient who's, who's the standout player at Orient this season um, is there one yeah there's a there's a few um, they got I, any we would know who's dropped down the leagues or any um, young players you're a bit of a statter not that so stuff, I'm, not I'm, I'm not great with them yeah. um, with um, 
players' names normally. Um, they've got they've got a couple. They've got a, a guy called Theo Archibald, um, who has become a bit of fans' favourite because he's Theo, as in Theo. Um, so that works really oh, that well. Works. Um, they've got uh, does he get Theo Theo? Yeah. yeah so and you've yeah. got Theo's the mascot. So not him, obviously, okay. but a big. That'd be um, funny if he multitasks, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, if he's not playing, <laughs> he goes and does that. Um, yeah. They've got they've got a couple. They've got a couple of two uh, two guys up top. Uh, two my, my Smiths mate, as well. My mate dressed up in the Billy the Badger suit once. Well, I hired it. Well, I, I if we're going to do, I hired cla- it for the Wolves. We're going to do claims to fame. So I was once Cherry Bear at uh, Bournemouth. Ah, uh, but you did a bit of Bournemouth. Though, I didn't did you? a bit of Bournemouth. Yeah, I was yeah. coaching at Bournemouth when I was at uni. Then went to Crystal Palace and bits like that. So the plan was. Did you miss that? Yeah, the plan at one point was to be a football coach. Yeah, um, yeah. Charlie, he's got he's got a five a side team needs help. Well, my my, my son's <laughs> managed to rope me into oh, being, yeah. oh, being, his, uh, being his coach. We're, we're Bart Murphy's episode <laughs> was all about that, mate. But but Bart, Bart just went into the one about yeah, about it's, him it's, it's nice to be able to you know. We talk I did about, it. Yeah, I, I, did. I, I love I love coaching. It's enjoyable. It's fun. I don't like the admin. So someone yeah. does that. I do the coaching and do a lot of shouting on the pitch on, on a Sunday. My son's just started playing football, um, and he's loving it. Absolutely loving it. He comes off the pitch, smiling his head off. Uh, my other son plays rugby, and he's exactly the same, just a bit tougher. Okay. Well, shout out to Ricky Otto if he's listening, mate. He Ricky was, Otto. Uh, he was oh, a late and orient yeah. legend. There was some, there was some real. He was a, he was a late orient legend, there, yeah. legend of the day. Yep. It's great what you're doing with Orient. Look, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club are a good team. I, I don't know how the season's going to play out. I don't know how the managers are going to play out. But I really, really hope that Ryan Sessegnon gets time on the pitch because yeah. I. Uh, yeah, that boy's, that yeah, boy's yeah. Fulham, and yeah. um, you know, and, and I actually don't mind that he left Fulham and went to Tottenham because yeah. it's a huge step up. Yeah. I just wanted to play football, yeah, and, that, and that's, yeah. that's what I'd love to see. So great what you do with Leighton Orient. There's there's tickets at Fulham. There's tickets at Lewis if you want to come down. That's we support our local team. And I mean, that's a great part of the podcast. It really was. So we are. Sadly, David, uh, we are coming to the end of the episode, all right? You can come back next week when we're recording with John from Balls for Brains with your donation. You bring a big check. Yeah, yeah, big check. You bring a big check with you, mate, because we've got that one. But what I'd like to do... And I, and I do this for all my guests, is I, I just want to give you a chance, if you want to, to, to send a closing message out to your listeners, to your family, to, to anything. If there's anything you want to you talk about, what E.T. Clay are doing, what you are doing, is there, is there any message you want to send out? Um, you... How can I not mention something about my family? Come um, on, you, you've got. If I don't, I'll get in trouble. Won't well, I? you won't you get know. in trouble, but we could edit. We could edit it. To okay, we we'll do a few then. Yeah, <laughs> which we is the do best it one? But mate, seriously, just before, just just yeah, explain it. So, so it's it's generally your chance if you want to talk about something you're doing as a business or something you're doing. You don't, you don't have to. It can just be, look, you know, we've been... You can just go down like, look, it has been tough, but we're going to support our clients. We're going to support our business. We're, you know, talk to us. It can be whatever you want. There's no there's no plan to it, but I always like to say to people, look, it's you've been chance. good enough to come yeah, yeah. here. No, fair enough. Have a go. So, David, look, we're wrapping things up now. What a podcast, all right? First of all, and, you know, we could start a trend. You are the only guest who has done a 5K charity run before they've got into the studio. Charlie bottled it, by the way. He thinks I'm not going to mention it, but he was invited. He was invited. He went, oh, I've got a bit on. I've got got to release release this music. I've got to do it. I'm I'm recording. I'm gigging. So I'm... 
I'm hoping we can turn this into an event, right? Yeah. And, and I really would like to turn this into an event. It's only a 5K. It's by the seaside, by the sea. Thank you for doing that. For being so For being so generous to my team, you know, because, they, you know, you're an MD. It's, it's seeing you as a real person. That was great earlier today. We got to meet John, uh, chairman of the charity. We're going to support them. We spoke about how your business has evolved in the pandemic, yeah. what you're doing to support the local community. Is there anything you want to end the show with, talking about about your business, you, your family, just as a closing message? Um, I guess for me, you know, firstly, thank you for allowing me to come on. It's been a great show, been a great day. Enjoyed we ain't it. let you out yet. Not yet, not yet. Um, love the 5K, great to be by the seaside. Um, by the sea, as you keep saying. Um, there's a song there. Somewhere, somewhere there's a song. Um, this year's and last year have been busy, been crazy, uh, been difficult. I'm not going to say it's been an easy ride for anyone. Um, the team we've got at ET Clay from, from north to south is brilliant. They work very hard. Um, we work together. Shout out to the ET Clay posse. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, honestly, because for me, it's, it's, it's about the team. That's come through, though. So the, but, so, because so because it's, it's easy. shout out to the team. Yeah, because it's easy for me to say, oh, you know, I'm the MD, this is what we've done. And, you know, we touched on it earlier. What do I really do? I, I get. Well, I, I don't I, think you do anything. Well, so yeah. you're, you're not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few people like you, but carry on. No, I'm but, in your club. So yeah, it's all right. I, yeah. Yeah. But honestly, the, the team at ET Clay are brilliant. Yeah. That's a different. That's what makes us different to anyone else. You know, because of the people we've got in our business. Brilliant. No one else has those people, and those people work tirelessly for what we do. And you see, I see what they're doing, and I'm proud of being part of that business. And that's a fantastic message to end the show because without good people, we're, we're only Absolute, so yeah. good. So surround yourself with good people. Let them do their job. Let them work remotely. Let them work hybridly. Let them work how, how they need yeah. as long as they as long get as they put the ball in the back absolutely. of the net or get the bricks on site, mate. So Indeed. how often will you be stopping on the way back out when you when you see uh, the bricks? Yeah, I've, like, got, I've got to be careful, especially when I'm driving down uh, these roads. I well, don't know. One, one more thing before we go. You missed out on the lockdown diaries, okay? Yes. Um, you wasn't part of this, but you will be part of the podcast diaries I've got a couple of these for you sir Amazing. I've signed them while we were recording so there's, a, Even there's some signatures there they could end up on the Antiques Roadshow <laughs> they could end up in Papa John's dugout who knows but there you go there's two for you my Superb. friend thank you thank so you much thank you for coming up that is the end of episode 11 next week we are recording with Matt Paul who's going to be talking mortgage advice and finance for business owners is a different spin but so many listeners are going to be in a devil and deep blue situation with their own finances and, and getting on the property ladder. We're bringing someone in who can actually have value in a very different way from outside the sector. He's a big football fan. He's a Man U fan. We're going to be welcoming him next week. But for this episode, David, thank you for being part of the Foy and Jones show. Pleasure. This season, we're getting you back to business. Thanks for listening. That's the end of today's episode. Shout out to our sponsor, Marcel from MHK Holding UK. Next week, I'm joined by Matt Paul of Paul Family Financial, and he's going to be bringing independent financial advice to business owners to our podcast. How good is that? See you next week.